Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Hi there and welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 519. I'm your host, David Alt. Jack? Uh, We're we're doing the intro. What's that? Um, You know, I've just just said your bit. um, So, uh, because, you know, of course... Oh, yes. Yes, You're sitting there reading the paper. Well, I... I was reading this exciting little news about that star that's dimming and brightening. Oh, the one that everyone's excited about, saying it could be a Dyson sphere. Yes, and you know what I was thinking? Uh, what's that, then? The star plot thickens. That is the longest walk you've ever made for a pun. <laughs> quite quite potentially. But it was <laughs> worth it as we watched tonight's feature. Star Plot, yes. Episodes 1, 2 and 3 from Jeff Music. Right here on the Sonic Society. Star Plot. In space, it's really important to know where you are. What a stupid place for a billboard. I'll deal with you later. (laughs) God, I love it. Now what? Excuse me, sir, but that door is not an entrance. Uh, what are you doing in my house? Your house? You must be lost. This is the Simon Fizz Museum of the Revolution. The who? What? I'm the museum curator. If you have any questions about the exhibit, I'm the one to ask. I happen to know more about Simon Fizz than anyone on this planet. Exhibit? What exhibit? This is a three-bedroom house. Or it was... Other than Simon's actual living quarters, there's a holographic exhibit generator room, which seats about 50, and has a documentary runtime of about 45 minutes. When did you become the expert? Shortly after the revolution ended. Ended? It's not over. Just further away. Who are you, anyway? What's this? 15PR? Shouldn't this calendar read 2125? That's post-revolution, and you didn't answer my question. Go away for a couple of years and they change everything. How did you become this so-called expert, eh? I did research, interviewed hundreds of people, and compiled the definitive history of the war. So what kind of a guy was your Mr. Fizz? Have you been in cryogenic freeze or something? Simon Fizz was a genius, a great military strategist, and a leader of the people, (laughs) a real hero. You obviously never met him personally. As a matter of fact, I have. 
but he hasn't been seen on this planet in 15 years. 15 P uh, 15 years? No way, I've only been gone for two. That can't be right. Hero, huh? I believe your opinion is distorted, to say the least. How dare you? Why, who do you think you are? Me? I'm the luckiest Fizzian that ever lived. I am Simon Fizz. Oh my god, you are! Simon, it's me, Eleanor! I didn't recognize you with that hat on. Ellie? Eleanor Roz? Man, it has been a long time. This is great! It's so good to see you. Where have you been all these years? Why did you leave? I have a million questions. What's it like to be a hero? All this hero stuff is really making me nervous. I am not a hero, and there's no way it's been 15 years. Would you like to hear the real story? Real story? What do you mean? There seem to be some misconceptions about me that must have grown since I left, and I'd really like to clear this thing up. Please, sit down. Gosh, it's so good to see you. Thank you. Now, take notes. This is really important. I'm going to convince you that I'm not the Simon Fizz that you or this planet seem to think I am. What was it, a a hundred years ago? (laughs) Well, it started for me back in 2110. As you probably know, I'd been writing anti-space patrol literature for quite some time, so the SPs and I weren't exactly getting along. They'd been unsuccessfully harassing me for about a month when they chose a more permanent solution. Anyway, Smiley Duke was a friend of mine. He was my source inside Space Patrol. He saved my life more than once, you know. We were expecting him any minute. stupid place for a billboard. I bet we're 50 miles off course, too. It's no use, CR. This thing may never fly again. I may just have to drive to work tomorrow. Wait a second. Aha! What's this? Ow! Why do you insist upon retaining this antiquated rattle trap, Simon? Because it's easy to work on, that's why. Yes, but you are continually working on it. It's one of those things you'll never understand, CR. I'm emotionally attached to it, you know? It has its moments. This, unfortunately, is not one of them. You know, if we could get some decent Molinoff crystals, this thing would really move. Synthetic Molinoff is available on the open market. No way. I don't trust that stuff. Too unstable. Simon, sensors report a craft approaching. It's probably Smiley. He's supposed to tell me how my last paper went over. There. That should do it. I think. What was that? It is an XG-7. They have found you. An XG-7? What the? A cube? Here, get in, let's go. Come on. There's got to be a better way to make a living than this. Come on, baby, get off the ground. He is coming around for another class. This is going to be a fabulous day, I can tell already. Get it over with. 
I just can't get the hang of this toglodyte alphabet. How do they read this stuff anyway? A lone fighter? That's unusual. I wonder what evil is afoot. CR, I can't outmaneuver him in this. Sense of show, a third party joining for soon. Looks like a guy in a blast suit with a jetpack. Is he nuts? Take that, you dog. <laughs> so much for our third party. Just a moment. I am receiving a transmission. It is Smiley, sir. He has just arrived in this sector. That's great, but his ship's in no better shape. Open a line. Smiley, since when can XG7s fly in an atmosphere? Simon, they've destroyed the underground. What? How? Hang on, I'm almost in range. I'm hit. I've lost power. Damage minimal. Try to restart. Weapons not available. Lord help us. Simon, for everything, there's a time. This war should have begun long ago. Do you understand? Promise me you'll talk to the people, Simon. The planet needs you. Promise me you'll get them to fight back. Yes, I promise. Help. Power available at 64%. I'll take your word for it. And another thing. Smiley, I'm going down. Remember that story I told you? What? Story? Yeah, but what's that got to do with this? Everything, Simon. Everything. What? Smiley, no! You idiot! Why? I just stood there a moment, staring at the flames, smelling the smoke. There was death right in front of me. Smiley had gone to a better place. There was nothing I could do about it. I have no record of Smiley Duke. What a friend! You must have been devastated. Not at first. I'd seen so many Space Patrol atrocities, it didn't faze me for a while. I guess I just went into shock. Does this museum resemble my house enough that it has food in it? Well, yes. As curator, I have to live here. So? In my room? Oh, no. I'm set up in the basement. It was empty. I have a basement? You do now. Actually, it's bigger than the house. Look, 
If you'd like to change clothes or something, your room is as you left it, more or less. I'll get us some lunch. What if the museum gets some visitors? Oh, nobody ever comes here anymore. Huh? Why, why, Smiley, why? He was always so full of absurd ideas. Shall we check on our mysterious third party? You're so robotic, CR. I am cognizant of that fact, Simon. But there is nothing we can do here. And I suggest we vacate the area before reinforcements arrive. So, this is life during wartime. Goodbye, Smiley. Let's go. Comrade, Space Patrol is our common enemy. What? Are you injured? Hardly. Uh, do either you or your flying trash can have a first aid kit? I am not a flying trash can. Sure, in my ship. Uh, what kept that thing in the air? The XG-7. I do not know. The patrol has only recently come up with that one. But as you know, any significantly advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And that is why this planet is at the mercy of the space patrol. Uh, well, thanks for the help. Yes, I am certain that your hilarious diversions delayed the XG-7's intentions significantly. Uh-huh. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. You see, I'm starting a revolution. Would you like to come? A three-man resistance? Against all that? Are you kidding? Ah, uh, but what of the Underground? Aren't you connected with it? Not anymore. I've just been told. The Underground's been destroyed. That is most unfortunate, but that makes our struggle all the more necessary. Three are better than none. I do have a promise to keep. All right, what do you propose? Well, until an army can be remobilized, just about all we can do is sabotage and small hit-and-run attacks. I think they call it terrorism, from their point of view. What do you think, CR? Do you know this Heroian? No. Who are you? I am Heroian, that is true. But we are not all in the patrol. Argon, at your service. So what's the big red letter Z on your chest for? Z? Z? This is a Z? Right. I'm Simon Fizz. The flying trash can is CR-12. I am not. I've heard of you. The patrol considers you a joke. That may be true, but they don't consider you a joke, Mr. Fizz. I have heard all of your work. Revolution is no laughing matter. You have written about it. Are you willing to act? Well, CR? The events of today are already quite revolutionary. It has begun whether we wish to join it or not. In any case, if we wait here one more minute, we will be greeted by another XG-7. Let's do it. We need a good ship, but yours will have to do. Gee, thanks. We are doomed. This ship is truly a flying trash can. Shut up and push, CR. Let's get to the mines and see what sort of damage that blaster bolt did. I'll catch up to you. I want to scan the wreckage for any salvageable components.
Darkla, Episode 1 featured the voice talents of Laura Nicole as Max 3.0 and CR12, Jeff Music as Simon Fizz, Radio U's Nikki as Eleanor Roz, David Avila as Argorn, John Bell as the XG7 pilot, Radio U's Obadiah as Smiley, and John Steinklauber as Smiley's shipboard computer. Sound effects were by SoundSnap.com, GarageBand, and myself. Incidental music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Theme tune music by J. Harold Moyer, copyright 1969, by Faith and Life Press, Mennonite Publishing House, used with permission. Starplot is released in 2015 under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license, based on a work at starplot.net. For further information, see the show notes for websites and details. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff Music. star plot. In space, it's really important to know where you are. Sounds like Aragorn was a take-charge kind of guy. He must have been a good second-hand man for you in the Rebellion. If you ask me, I was Aragorn's second-hand man. But it was Smiley's death that started the revolution. And his life influences me to this day. So anyway... I can't understand why my superiors wish to maintain this minimum of control here. We cannot even control our own people, and now this. This is disturbing news, Captain. We cannot afford to let one single revolutionary go. You are sure that he was killed? Scanners show a Fizian body in the wreckage, but it was impossible to identify. Captain... If this Fizz is still alive, the next underground won't be so easily crushed. He makes his people think, and that makes him very dangerous. entirely, but it'll do. It's been tapped out and abandoned for as long as I can remember. Here, I believe you could use some of this. What is it? The Molinoff crystals from the XG7. Are you nuts? This stuff is probably synthetic. Do you want it or not? CR, check it out. I read no signs on instability at present. Alright, but first chance we get, we're dumping this stuff. How's the ship? Is it space-worthy? Space? Yeah, space. Um, well, it, it's never actually been in space, but... Do you have an environment suit? 
Uh, no. There will be no need. It is structurally sound. Are you sure, CR? I am a robot, Simon. Trust me. Okay. What about weapons? Well, it's got a P3 blaster on it, but I never had enough power to use it. Synthetic Molinol should remedy that situation. Then let's go. Where exactly? Orbit. Orbit? Simon, have you grasped the reality of the situation? You're kidding, right? Just keep your eye on that crystal meter. It flies. What more do you want? Where's the seat adjustment? Hey, a blaster. You're cooler than I thought. What? Oh, Smiley gave me that. I'd forgotten about it. Hold on to it. It could come in handy. I'll just keep it under my seat. Elevator up. Maximum thrust in three, two, one. It all happened so quickly, and the next thing I knew, we were off on a vengeful hunt to single-handedly attempt to destroy the Space Patrol. How did we dare think ourselves capable of it? Whoa! Zero-G, this is great! This isn't a joyride, you know. Hey, it's my first, okay? Alright, let's do some damage. CR-12, anything on sensors? Just a moment. But monitoring of transmissions in this sector indicate the presence of one cruiser, destroyer, and three escorts. Only three? They usually have four. Ah, our attacker in the desert? Probably. Space Patrol never has a single fighter in one sector. Then we have a target. Can you get coordinates, CR? I am feeding them into the ship's navigational computer presently. Argorn, um, what's the E for? E? This is an E? Uh, um, never mind. Do either of you know anything about a destroyer's maneuverability or defenses? You mean you don't? We assumed, Argorn, that you had combat experience. Well, no. I was hoping maybe that... Uh, Farfanugan. Great. Just fantastic. What are we supposed to do? Just fly around them till they surrender? Maybe if we had a decent ship, we could. Gentlemen, may I suggest... This ship is a fine piece of engineering. It's a heap. A heap? You'll never fly a better machine. Warning. Impact is imminent. What? what? I'm not ready to die. At that point, we had no choice but to crash land on the clod, that garbage dump of a moon. During the rough landing, CR-12 split a chip or something, and we couldn't revive her. Now the only real brains in our resistance were silent. As it turned out, Space Patrol didn't even know we'd been there. I'm embarrassed to be writing this down. This is not how I pictured it at all. You think you're embarrassed? You haven't heard anything yet. Just wait.
CR, Argorn, are you all right? CR's broken. Do you know anything about cybernetics? No, no, don't you? I don't believe it. Space Patrol is right about you. All the more reason to fight. We must avenge CR-12's death. But first, we are in need of a functional ship. She's a robot. She can't be dead. Whatever. Let's, let's see what we can do for your ship now. Are you suggesting we repair this heap of mine? Sure, these things are easy to work on. Why not? I've got no place to go. We're bound to find some good parts in all this junk, so start scrounging. Right-ho, Capitan. Salutations. Huh? Like, where did you guys come from? Oh, we're freaks. I'm left. He's right. That's correct. We live here in the heat. The rats are bigger there. No, no, I mean, like, where did you guys come from? You're not Fizian. Nor are you Heroian, but you do look familiar. Our people brought technology to Heroius many years ago. But not like this, you understand. We are the victims of an electronic matter transporter accident. An electro what? I'm not surprised that you've never heard of the device. You see, it doesn't quite work yet. Now we actually have two left feet. And one right foot. You're toglodytes. Your people were the first to go when the space patrol took over. Yes, they used our own technology against us in ways we did not intend it to be used. The evil beasts. You're the ones responsible for this idiotic language. It's not our fault that everyone found it more eloquent than Heroian or Physian. And you seem to have no problem speaking it. I wish you'd come to Fizz first. We're not as uh, ambitious as the Heroians. Not all Heroians are in the Space Patrol. I am Aragorn. This is Simon Fizz. Do you know anything about a 2002 Type 1? Yes, mine is having a few problems. Oh, certainly. The ship is of toglodyte design. There are about eight million of those junked on this clod. It's a pity, too. They are so much more elegant than those crude Heroian XG models. Great, we won't have any problems finding parts then. Would you like us to help? Please. Wish you'd ask me first, Left. Oh, shut up, right? We've nothing better to do. What about our research? We'll get to that later. This jerk here gave me some synthetic Molinoff crystals. I don't suppose you've got any half-decent MC around here. Oh, certainly. Tons of it. Pure as pure can be. It's a secret. You're kidding. Are you serious? If Space Patrol ever finds out about this... We won't give them the opportunity. Argorn, you underestimate the strength and versatility of this machine. Still a heat, but as long 
as it's space worthy. Uh, I think. Fizz. Fizz? Ah, yes, the writer. You wouldn't by any chance be forming a resistance, would you? Yes, I've had it up to here with the space patrol, and besides that, they have caused the deaths of two of Simon's friends just today. And as you can see, we need all the help we can get. May we join you then? Sounds like such glorious fun. Right, then let's go. What's the Q for? Q? What the... That blaster again! You really ought to keep this thing strapped to your side, Simon. This thing is too dangerous to be sliding around the floor. Sit on it, at least! With that, we were off again and without a scrap of a plan. And suddenly I'm struggling with the whole idea of violence. Then it struck me. Am I contradicting myself? Do we have to become like them to defeat them? During the ensuing argument, we crashed directly into the cruiser's landing bay. Ready? Now, let's enrich the vacuum of space with a few crispy, heroian atoms. Argon, I think I'm about to have a moral dilemma. What? Here? Now? You're kidding why this is this is like the classic wrong time i'm a writer not a soldier i've never killed anyone i can't do this let me at those controls i'm taking over there's not enough space you're crazy forget it i say yes may i add something give me that look out Yes, sir. Ma'am. Sir. Ma'am. Next time, I'll fly the stinking ship. Next time? Okay. Please, consider yourselves captured. Never mind. I have a plan. We've got them just where we want them now. I should think so. Well, so much for the resistance. It was fun while it lasted, albeit not glorious. Shut up, scum. Transfer these prisoners and their pitiful craft to the planetoid for judgment immediately. Yes, ma'am, sir. Sir, ma'am. Ziploc will want to see you. Fizzian. What if I don't want to see him? Well, well, Simon Fizz, this is a surprise. I'm sure the pleasure is all yours. Oh no, on the contrary. I don't like surprises. I assure you, it won't happen again. You underestimate the Fizzian people. 
No, just you. And the occasional religious fanatic. Who do you think you are, Mr. Fizz, with three Zs? I don't know, sir. Your people have taken away our names. I thought it only fitting that as the voice of our planet, such a name was chosen for me. It's not such a bad deal for you here, you know. Things are much more relaxed than they used to be before we replaced your religion with our superior technology. You don't need God or freedom anymore. We've been in control for nearly 100 years now. So we take your resources, and, and you may not agree with our forms of justice, but then you are in no position to protest, are you? We do, for the most part, leave you alone to live your miserable little lives down there on your miserable little planet. Your people are content with our little arrangement. So you see, I really don't understand why it is you have so feebly attempted to attack us. That is why we must put an end to your type of thinking. Now, I have more important things to worry about. You see, we're not going to allow a rebellion here. We've already got one at home. And we're not making any mistakes here. I expected as much. I'm glad we understand each other now. Goodbye, Physian. Jerk. He doesn't understand a thing. Starplot Episode 2 featured the voice talents of Jeff Music as Simon Fizz and the Confused Space Patroller. Radio used Nikki as Eleanor Roz. David Alvilla as Argorn. Laura Nicole as CR-12. Mark Kilfoyle as Ziploc. Jeff Roney as the Conscientious Captain. Scott from Texas as Left. Neighbor Ken as Right. And Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the Angry Lieutenant. Incidental music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Theme tune music by J. Harold Moyer, copyright 1969, by Faith and Life Press, Mennonite Publishing House, used with permission. Starplot is released in 2015 under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license, based on a work at starplot.net. For further information, see the show notes for websites and details. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff Music. Star plot. In space, it's really important to know where you are. I've never been inside the planetoid before. This could be interesting. Interesting. What should be interesting? Life is interesting. This whole week has been interesting. Even Ziploc was interesting. But death is something I have no interest in. Will you guys shut up and think of a way out of this? Simon, Simon, relax. I told you, I had a plan. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, do tell. Yes, please. What did you see in the next compartment? My ship. They're holding it as evidence. Isn't this great? For a minute, I thought they were going to destroy it. I don't think we'll need it after they execute us. No, they don't get it. I left my blaster in there. So... I locked the auxiliary power back into the main and reversed the polarity. 
It should be ready to blow any time now. You're gonna blow up my ship? Are you nuts? Shh! They're coming. Everybody down! You! Ziploc wants to see... What? My ship! Forget about it! Let's go! This is exciting. Hooray! What was that explosion? In the brig, sir. The fugitives have escaped. And in one of our own vessels. What? Send a squadron after them and blow those rebels out of the sky. Orgorn, why don't you just let us show you what an A is? Forget about the A. I can't believe how unprepared they were. Smiley was right. The time is ripe for revolution. But why'd you have to blow up my ship? Will you shut up about the ship? We're not out of this yet. Argorn, sensors are picking up six fighters closing in fast. No problem. Try XD9 number nine. We have the enemy in sight. Don't worry, sir. We can handle this. XG7s, Argorn, head for the clod. Why? Left and right, do you know of any particularly rich Molinoff fields with exposed ore? There's a canyon not far from your first crash site. But what about us? Huh? What? I don't get it. Just keep flying. Fire. Good thing for us, they're lousy shots. You'll have to fly as close to the exposed deposits as you can, but... I know, I know. These things have ejectable MC compartments, otherwise SPs would be getting blown up all the time because of that synthetic stuff they use. But we have wings. XG7s don't. Something's got to be keeping them up, and it's got to have a power source. Oh, I get it now. Synthetic Bolonov always deteriorates in the presence of the real thing. We can land dead stick because we're aerodynamic they should fall like rocks without power. Keep flying. I'll watch the MC monitor. It should auto-eject before it becomes unstable. Get as close as you can, then pull up on my mark so we can get enough altitude to land on the planes above. And I was beginning to think I had all the brains. There's the canyon. I see it. They're entering the atmosphere. Turn on AE units. Follow them in. Look, that canyon over there. After them. Have a canyon at this speed? This thing can really move! Oops. Keep your eyes on the canyon, or you'll end up splattered on the walls. Roger. They've lost one. How's the MC meter? Nearing critical. I hope that whatever it is that keeps them up is powered like the rest of the beast. Pull up now!
team is destroyed. How? The Physian? I don't know, sir, but they said something about synth MC instability. They lost power and the aerodynamic envelope shut down. This is getting to be an interesting day, isn't it, Captain? Send Doctors Block, Iverson, and their science team to that canyon. We've been neglecting the Claude far too long. But what about the Rebels? Their ship was powered with synthetic Molinov as well, was it not? some supplies. There's a town, just over the hill. That should serve us well, but we're going to have to be real quiet about it. Simon, get some paint to disguise that ship. Right. I'll get us some food. Left and right are too conspicuous. They'd better stay with the ship. You can work on your research. Oh, drat. Must we always stay in the back seat? I think you'd better for now. Here, you'll need this. What is it? A credit card. Planetary Express. Don't start a revolution without it. Wow, trees. You don't have these in the flats. Now that we have a moment, about that moral dilemma thing. Oh, that. I've been searching for something my whole life. And I've done lots of things trying to find it, Argorn. Lots of stupid, pointless, regretful things. Not one of them was right. I just wasn't sure that what we were doing was either. Simon, there are some things in life that one must take a stand against. Space patrol is one of them. And violence, if that's what you have a problem with, is our only alternative. They won't negotiate. I know that now after talking to Ziploc. I'm just not comfortable with it, you know? Are you comfortable with doing nothing? I've never been to the northern province. Isn't it crawling with Heroians? I wouldn't put it that way, but yes. I'm sorry, I'm I'm showing my prejudice. It's unfortunate that the terrible actions of a powerful minority of us have influenced your thinking so. But when it comes to the space patrol, the feelings are well deserved. We too have been crushed under their power. Surely you have heard of the civil war on Heroius. Yeah, Zimplock mentioned it. That was the first I'd heard. I am disappointed. As I have discovered, the Heroian Underground has yet to successfully link up with Fizz. It is a long way between our two planets. There's a store on the edge of town where you can find some paint to disguise our ship. As for Shimok, I'll meet you back at the ship before dark. Right. Simon, be careful. We are wanted men. Don't remind me. I'll be okay. from the northern province. Double Agent Shimok just sold Simon Fizz some yellow spacecraft paint. Still alive? Blast. Send out wanted posters all the way to Heroius. 
Those rebels must be stopped. Canned mugwump? Who eats canned mugwump? My favorite. At least our time was well spent. What have you been tinkering with? Tinkering with? It's finished. Our dream in life is to perfect and market the electromagnetic matter transporter. That thing. You're kidding, right? This is just another small prototype, you understand. It is ready for testing now. What if it doesn't work? Then we'll settle for a tailor-made three-piece suit. What's your dream, Argorn? My dream is to destroy the patrol. Simon, what's yours? I wish I knew. Right now my dream seems more like a nightmare. I just want peace. Gee, our dream seems so insignificant now. I don't know about that. You two do present certain fashion problems. Well, let's hope they all come true whether we know them or not. This time we're ready. We should easily be able to handle one cruiser. been a couple of days. They should be somewhere around here. Anything on sensors? Yeah, I've got something faint. Extend your range. And amplify. Yeah, whoa. Space patrol up ahead. 45 ships. The whole fleet? They're headed this way. Maybe this isn't a good time to work towards fulfilling my dream. The only odds in our favor are pure Molinoff versus synthetic. Let's get out of here. I hope we can at least outrun them. Huh? Now this is a pleasant surprise. After them. They've made fools of us for the last time. I want them blasted. Are you sure this is the whole fleet? All the big guns, yes. Does it matter? Do you think it has the range? If we hook directly into our own ship's power? Let's get a hammer and find out. What's going on? Isn't it obvious? We're running away. They're going nuts. I knew it. They must have found pure Molinoff on the Claude. Nothing can beat it. Start firing as soon as they're in range. Engineering? I want full power. Yes, sir. Is the fleet maintaining its formation? All but the flagship. It's accelerating. What's going on? We're going to transport small chunks of our reserve Molinoff crystals into the middle of their synthetic ones. We've had to fine-tune the sensors. Synthetic Molinoff is very difficult to detect. But we should get close. Start giving us coordinates. Are you sure that thing is safe? Not entirely, but have you got any better ideas? Okay, but hurry. The flagship seems to be gaining on us. Here come coordinates. They slowed down, sir. They're almost in range. You have your orders. Coordinates 
it's set. Transporting. Set. Transporting. Sir, they're heading for the planetoid. Are they in range? But, sir, the civilians. I said, are they in range, Captain? What's happening? Ships in the fleet are reporting synth MC deterioration at varying rates. What's our status? Normal. Ours is real. 85% purity. Blast. Have all synthetic Molinoff ejected. It's working! Look! The remaining ships are ejecting their power cores. Leaving them powerless hulks drifting helplessly in orbit. It works! Except for the flagship. Yikes! What? Have we miscalculated? If I could just make it to the planetoid. I don't know how they did it. Engineering. I want full power now. Sir. The best I could do a minute ago was only 85%, but for some reason our crystals just increased in purity by 10%. Figure it out later. Give me all you've got. Yes, sir. They're accelerating again. Either we missed their crystals, or they weren't synthetic. Let us at the computer, Simon. We've got to think fast. I just hope Ziploc's not crazy enough to fire at his own planetoid. That answers that question. Argorn. Can't you fly in a more predictable pattern? Whose side are you on? Yikes! Transporting. Fire, Lieutenant, or you'll end up with the captain. Yeah! What is it? Blaster? Ah, oh, we missed. We'll try again. We'll have to enlarge the beam. But... Look, that planetoid is evacuating. Yeah. Can't you do better than that, Lieutenant? Yeah, what's happening? Take evasive action! I want power. Where's my power? Engineering. Engineering? Have you got it? It's too big for our device. It's overloading. Take cover. You'll regret this, Simon Fizz. You'll pay. Ziploc, shut up. Starplot Episode 3 featured the voice talents of Jeff Music as Simon Fizz, David Avila as Argorn, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the Angry Lieutenant, Scott from Texas as Left, Neighbor Ken as Right, Mark Kilfoyle as Ziploc, Jeff Roney as the Conscientious Captain. Incidental music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. 
Theme tune music by J. Harold Moyer. Copyright 1969 by Faith and Life Press, Mennonite Publishing House. Used with permission. Starplot is released in 2015 under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 4.0 International License, based on a work at starplot.net. For further information, see the show notes for websites and details. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff Music. And that's this week's show. Please return next week as we look at another hot new show, this time from Edward Champion. It's The Grey Area. And until then, don't forget to take time on Audio Drama Sunday and post your favourite five-star reviews to iTunes. Let the world know Audio Drama is here to stay. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. Good night. Good night. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. And that's this week's show. Please return next week as we look at another hot new show, this time from Edward Champion. It's the grey area. But until then, don't forget to take time on Audio Drama Sunday and post your favourite five... Ah. Until then, don't forget to take time on Audio Drama Sunday and post your favourite five-star retunes to iViews. (laughs) (sighs) Awesome. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.